everybody. Welcome to Choices Finding Your Joy. Paula Vale here. And oh my gosh, I am feeling the joy today. We are welcoming back Dr. Troy Munson. I have interviewed him several times over the years and every time it's just fascinating. I just am inspired and learned so much and I'm really excited for what our topic is today. But a bit about Dr. Troy Munson. He is from Ording Chiropractic Health Center and he has 25 years of experience in the field of medicine and he just is just fascinating to experience and listen to. So Dr. Troy, thank you. Welcome. Hello, Paula. Man, I'm, I'm I'm so delighted to be here. I can't wait to share what we have today. Oh, I just always love chatting with you. It just oh makes my day and just gives me so much to think about. Well, share with us what what is your topic for today? You know, today I've been I've been taking some students through some spiritual stuff. And when you and I chatted, I said, you know, this is really apt and appropriate, especially in this time that we're experiencing earth and all the things that are going on around us i thought how how can we impact people that that you're that you're talking to as the, the same as i'm impacting people because i know we're both kind of on that same journey of really getting joy out in the world and peace and love and all those things that that really are valuable and so this particular talk i've entitled the simplicity of overcoming the world <sighs> so that seems like Wow, that's that's kind of a, a, a grandiose idea, but ultimately, you know, this is not complicated. It, it really is simple. Even though I don't don't mistake simplicity for easy, by the way. And so, the concepts we're going to talk about today are going to challenge people out there. This is not a light talk. I love it. I love it. And and I do want to say to everyone, hello from Maui, as you may have wondered with the the flower bouquet next to me i'm joining you from maui from hawaii today so and dr troy is in our beautiful state of washington and so i have the honor of seeing him it is uh, it is raining today i am a bit jealous <laughs> <laughs> but yes i hope maui is doing is is wonderful for you at this time oh, of year oh well dr troy just jump right in i'm just i'm fascinated Sure. It, you know, most people listening to this out there, you've probably been through some difficult things in your life. And, you know, I've been there. I've, I've done that. I've been so low that I was laying on my back and all I could do is look up because I, I couldn't get any lower. And I remember about age 26, 27, I had pretty much wrecked my life as, as I knew it, as I believed it. And I realized there there's something wrong. I, I don't know I don't know what the purpose of this is, but I've got to find it and I've got to find it fast. And as I began to be led, I realized that there is an inner guide that's always guiding us. Yet it really is our ourselves that are our own worst enemies. We're the one that that thinks all the thoughts, we're the one that takes offense, we're the one that blames, judges, feels guilt, feels shame, feels anger, feels apathy, um, hatred, all those things that really take us off the path of, of who we are. 
And so today I want to, to go through a couple of concepts that are very key in getting you really peace that, that you would love to have. What, what would you love? I mean, would you love to have peace in your life? Would you love to have ease? Would you love to have imperturbability, which means nothing can bother me, nothing can harm me, nothing can, can damage me? Well, forgiveness is actually the key to all of that. And you think, forgiveness? I don't need forgiveness. Forgiveness isn't it. I said, but think about the unforgiving mind. So Paula, if, if we're not forgiving somebody, are we at peace in our mind? Not really, because we're holding that inside. We may not always be looking at it, sure. but it's there. Yeah. What are we typically thinking about when we're when we have unforgiveness towards somebody? We're thinking about everything that they Over. did. Yes. Okay. And and we're re mentally mashing how it may have affected us, and what we shoulda, coulda, woulda, or all the irritation that goes with it. So when I tell you that it is a way, there, there is levels of forgiveness that the deeper you go, the more peace they give and the more protection it gives, the more bliss it gives, the more joy it gives. And so we're going to go through some very simple exercises and hang in there out there because you're going to actually be able to, to feel and experience what it is that we're talking about because we can't just learn forgiveness alone. Unforgiveness, we learned very well. Hey, you appear to have, have hurt me or damaged me, and so now I'm going to hold this against you. Well, how much mental RAM do you have to use all day long to keep holding that against somebody? Yeah. A lot, you know? So now you're taking apart, you're, you're taking away from your life times when you could have been happy, but now you're holding this, this thing and really staying prisoner. We've, we've heard that, that the only one who, who gets damaged by unforgiveness is the person who's, who's holding the unforgiveness. It's like, you know, we've talked about that. It's like holding a hot coal in your hand. All the while, you want to throw it at the other person, but the only person that ends up getting burned you. is you. And so that's unforgiveness too. And I want, I want to paint it in a mental picture so that it becomes almost detestable to the brain and when you hear it speaking and pointing fingers at everybody in your life that you're blaming or accusing or saying they shoulda, coulda, woulda. And then we'll get to the aspect of then saying, okay, well now how do we go through that forgiveness process in a way that is actually meaningful and can, can really be effective and complete? Because that becomes the, the real, real rubber meets the road kind of, kind of idea. So first off, let's talk about unforgiveness. So unforgiveness, we talked about it being, you know, it takes mental RAM, but unforgiveness makes us feel angry, makes us feel afraid. Because if, if I'm not forgiving them, well, that means that who's not forgiving me? And what have I done in my life that now, oh my gosh, I mean, there's so many sins or errors that I've committed that now they're all being held against me. And so now we have tons of fear. We, we also now, with all that fear and all that reproach, we're very saddened. There's despair. It's like there's a no-win scenario coming. There's nothing I can do because 
Now there's just all this unforgiveness all over me and all over everybody else. And now I have guilt and shame and everything, and we just feel awful. And so that's the unforgiving mind. So let's just say for a moment that you didn't realize how to forgive. I can ask you simply, do you want to really hold on to sadness, despair, grief, anger, hatred, unhappiness? Is, is that what you really want? Now, when you ask people across the board, what, what do they want? Three things, love, peace, happiness. That's, that's all I want. Well, well, I really want a million dollars. Well, why do you want a million dollars? Uh, so I could have a boat that I've really been wanting. Well, what would the boat do for you? Well, I'd be able to go out and go fishing anytime I want and have a great time. Well, what would that feel like? It feels so joyful. Oh, you want joy. You don't want a million dollars. You want joy. You believe that million dollars is going to give you joy. I just want a relationship that, you know, the person wants me and is complete and completes me. Well, why do you want that person that you, you want that, that you're just so in tune with that you just love? This is, well, you know, I just want to be in love and I want to feel that love and give love and receive love. Ah, oh, you want love. Got it. You know, so as you go through all these things that you, you think you want, it all comes back to joy, peace, and happiness. Yes. Well, why do you want that really nice job? Well, because it'll bring me lots of money and my house will be paid off and then I won't have to worry about things. And I'll be at peace. You know, there's different things that we want that we think are something else, but it's really joy, peace, and happiness. Yes. So whenever I ask somebody, do you really want sadness, grief, despondency, unhappiness, pain, misery, suffering? Is, is that what you really want? And immediately they're like, no, that's not what I want. I've had one person in 20 years say, yeah, that's what I want. I said, really? I said, what feels better to you at the end of the day? A really happy, joyful thought or a really unhappy, angry, um, displeasure, empty thought. Oh, the happy one. Oh, so you really do not want those things. You really do want joy, peace, and happiness. Yeah, I guess I do. I said, we're all wired for that. It's beautiful. It's all in every single one of us. Now, some of you out there are like, you know what? That person did this to me and it's, it's irreparable. I, I cannot forgive them. Mm-hmm. Would, would we forgive you if you did it? Would you want to be forgiven if you did that? And what's the answer going to be? Yeah. Did you make the decision based on limited information and do the best thing you thought was for you? Yeah, you probably did. Did they not on purpose go out to hurt you? And we're talking about the average person here. They're there may be some psychopaths that are really off the deep end that really enjoy hurting people, but even they, when faced with the truth, begin to let go and let forgiveness work, and actually they change completely. But mm-hmm. for the vast majority of us that are within normal limits, let's take something substantial. Let's take something that we think is really, really awful to do to another person. We're going to say you're married and your partner goes and cheats on you. How could they do that? Well, as we look from their angle, it it wasn't done because they hated you. They did it because of their perceived lack of love. And that's all they were going for was love. Even though it was a poor choice and it didn't work out probably the way they wanted to end up hurting lots of people, they still didn't perceive love themselves. And so if, if you didn't perceive love and you made a decision that really ended up hurting people around you, 
it wasn't your intent and it usually never is. And so would you want to be condemned by that kind of thinking or would you want forgiveness too? We know the answer to that. I want to be forgiven. I, I can't, I can't control everything that I perceive in error and none of us can. We, we seem to have this very limited perspective and we can't see it from all angles. And if we could, we would instantly be completely different people. But that's the point that we're trying to get to. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. Let's say that again. No one can fail. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. Okay. So with that in mind, if you're starting this journey out there or you're well on your way, I mean, you've been studying spiritual stuff and realized your unhappiness, you may have left that long ago, but there's still some things in your life that you're still trying to handle or, or remove. Well, forgiveness is always the key. And ultimately, who's the person we need to forgive? All the while we keep pointing at other people that they did this, did they did that, did whatever, but who's the one not forgiving them? We are. It's me. And so guess who it's actually the person I have to forgive. I have to forgive myself for harboring those things and judging another. I had no business judging because I don't want to be judged. So why am I condemning somebody else? So the forgiveness is actually for you. And once you give forgiveness, you receive it instantaneously. And many people that deal with unforgiveness don't believe receiving and giving are one. So giving and receiving have always been one. They're not separate. Now, in, in our oh, temporal existence, it appears, Paula, that if, if, I, if I pull out my money and I have $300 bills and I give all those $300 to you, do I have $300 anymore? No. It looks like I don't. Who did I give them to? Like I gave them to you. And so now it seems like I don't have them anymore. So here in a, in a temporal existence, we're learning that when I give and receive, it, it kind of feels like one, but it really feels like I lose something every time I give. But those aren't permanent gifts. If you could actually truly own $300, you could put it at Times Square. You could put it right on the concrete. You could walk away and a year later when you come back, those $300 bills will still be there if they are yours completely and totally. But they're not. Yeah. This, is, this is a place where it, it seems like there's a lot of separation. We're wearing different clothes. We're we're talking different languages. We live in different places, different houses. We eat different food. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we're all one. To, to kind of prove a small point, have you ever thought of somebody and within minutes they text you or call you? Oh, all the time. All the time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've talked or I've come across people and say, I was just thinking about you. Yeah. And we do it all the time because mm-hmm. our thoughts are not our own and we're not alone. Yeah. They're the mind or if if we say god god is one and he created each one of us as an aspect of himself so none of us are separated we're all still one with him we've never left we seem to be separate but we're not so the only real gifts are things in here and so we're going to practice giving and receiving this is our first practice and 
I'd like to throw something after sure. Dr. Troy. That comment about the 300 Yes. Okay, you gave me the $300, so here you are without. So it's like I'm, I'm empty there. Yep. But really, I see it as when you give, yes, you may not have that object, but you have inside of you the energy and the feeling and the joy of giving to someone. So yes. I love you said giving and receiving, you know, that's the same because you do get both, right? And that's a higher plane of thinking. So when, when we give something to somebody, let's say that Paula, I give you a gift and let's say that you love, oh, you love cats. And I buy you a, a beautiful painting of a cat worth $5,000. It's gorgeous. You absolutely love it. And a couple weeks later, I go over and you have the picture of the cat and you're throwing darts at it and they're sticking in the cat picture. Now, if I become offended by you throwing pictures or throwing darts at that cat picture, I really haven't given you that picture. I've given you that picture with the ultimatum that you're going to take care of it because that's a part of me. And so I've now projected myself onto that picture and I haven't tr actually given it to you. I've given it to you conditionally, not unconditionally. And so if that makes sense, we want to, oh, be, be more unconditional in our giving. So when I give something, it is given completely. You may do with it as you wish. So that's actually truly giving something. Few of us do that, by the way. You know, if you think about it, yes. would I ever give that person another thing if they're throwing darts at my stuff? Well, it's not my stuff anymore. You gave it to them, but we still own it. It's really weird how the mind works. That is and so giving and receiving, point. Yeah, there's, there's these different levels that we don't realize. And so if that makes sense enough, we're going to go through that little exercise. How are we doing on time, by the way? Uh, good. We have about, uh, eight minutes. Perfect. So let's get through this exercise because we got to, we got to finish up with forgiveness. Yes. yes. So if, if out there we can just close our eyes. So if you're watching this, go ahead and close your eyes and we're going to practice giving and receiving. So I want you to hold somebody in your mind that you care for, you know, it could be a friend, it could be a child, it could be even cat, dog. I don't, I don't care. But now I want you to picture them clearly in your mind and I want you to give them peace or love or joy. I'm just going to give them joy. And I see their face just light up. It's miraculous. They just, they're filled with it. And, and, and if you do it correctly, you'll feel it inside. How do you feel? Do you feel it inside the gift? Yes. Paula? Yes. yes. Okay. I do. So you felt it inside. So you cannot give to another and not receive yourself a true gift. Yes. Okay. So that's giving and receiving. I recommend everybody out there practice, you know, grab some people in your mind and give somebody joy, give somebody love, give somebody peace. I mean, really do all of them and watch their facial expressions. Let them, let them react and then feel what it feels like inside. And you'll be like, Oh my gosh, I feel amazing. And so here, this is a wonderful thing to practice all the time. It is truly magnificent to help you begin to elevate where you are and hear the spirit voice that always is talking to you, that's always telling you, you are indeed loved. You are indeed joy. You are 
peace. You have always been and will forever be forever with God. All those things are wonderful things to, to have. That sets us up now for forgiveness. Okay. So forgiveness. Have you ever tried to forgive give somebody, Paula? Yes. Okay. How did you do it or what helped you do it? Huh. I think what helped me do it is knowing it was it would help me that it's me holding it in and me suffering, not them. Yes. But a hardest okay. part of that has been, oh, but you know, what you did was not good. You should not have done that to me. That, that yes. was not nice. Yes. But I've had to say, okay, I accept that. I feel that was not nice. But by not forgiving you, I am punishing myself. Yes. And I am not perfect. And everyone else is not perfect. Yes. And so... So as you and I have had practice in our life forgiving people, I mean, it's awesome. I, I, I feel like the more life has come against you, the better you are equipped to help others because it, it takes, you know, and I know your, I know your history, I know your story, and it takes a special person to, to do what we have done. Um, and not everybody can do it. It's like my staff, some of them have been through just horrible things and but they've come through it and now they're this, this being of light. And that is the goal of, of to get to with forgiveness. And so with forgiveness, we're going to take somebody who has done something small. Let's not, let's not challenge ourselves with somebody who may have really, we feel is it's almost an unforgivable issue that they've done to me. Let's not start with them. Let's start with something small. Hey, my sister or my brother did this, or my mom or dad did this, or my spouse did this, or a worker did this. Let's start with somebody like that. So just for a moment, we're going to pick somebody out of the crowd in our head, and we're going to kind of hold them in our mind. And maybe somebody we like, but they just did something fresh that uh, isn't so good. I've got something in my mind I'm going to work on right now with all of us. So I'm picturing that as we go. So now I'm, I'm seeing that person and now I'm picturing them as they are filling with light. Every square inch of their body is becoming luminous. Just this brilliant white or lightly golden light. Even their clothes now no longer have their hue, but it's just completely filled with light and light is coming from every part of them. And I see that they're in joy and peace and love and in this situation, I cannot help but recognize the light in me and accept that light in me, but in that moment, completely forgive them. You know what? I don't hold it against them. So that's the next step. So we can start with the, the giving and receiving. We can certainly give love, peace, and joy to anybody that we love and care for. The next step is to take that and start going after somebody that is kind of a problem to you, maybe a they're a little difficult and then to go and graduate to more and more people that are tougher and tougher in your mind but ultimately they're all the same because anything that's condemned is infinitely condemning and so as we let let go of that condemnation of that judgment and that unforgiveness we allow the peace and joy and light and radiance to enter us of what we are and so it's really attuning us to what we are if that makes sense. Yes. 
There's the two things that we're going to start practicing and you can do them anytime. And they're very quick and very easy and simple. I love it. I love it. With just a couple minutes left, Dr. Troy, what last words do you want to? So, you know, as, as you've helped tons of people, you've, you've heard the stories, the, the people that are in pain and they're in bodily pain as, as a chiropractor and a, a natural wellness doctor, I do a lot of nutrition, a lot of chiropractic, but I have to get in here with people too. And as I, as I take people through that wellness journey and we start, start clearing away the debris and adding nutrition and, and talking about these concepts, they inevitably have these emotional releases where they're either just fits of crying or they're just really angry and they don't know why. And I say, that's all part of the process. That is stuff in here that your body is getting healthy enough to start pushing out. And so as you go through these health journeys yourself out there, you may experience some of these things. And those that feel like, I don't know if I'm equipped to do that. I'm absolutely more than happy to help anyone out there. I've got people out of state. I've got people local. It, it doesn't matter where you are. We can always work together and help you. And so if, if you're willing to do that, wanting to do that, um, I'm sure we'll have my contact information at the end, but if it's, if it's a need and it's, it's now, then, then pick up the phone and dial. And our number is 360-893-8586. If you want to contact me by email, you can do that. You can contact me at Chiroman, which is C-H-I-R-O-M-A-N at dr.com, like doctor.com. Tell me where you heard. Tell me what you're going through. We'll, we'll handle things as best we can. And it's all about us elevating together because when you are helped, I am helped. When I am clear, you get more clear. And it's, we're all, nobody, nobody crucifies themselves alone. Yeah. But nobody can go to heaven alone either. We need each other. And that's the way it is. Oh, Oh, thank you, Dr. Troy. This was so fantastic. My pleasure. Oh, gosh. Great, great messages. Oh, so happy to have you on the show. Love, hugs, and blessings. And everybody out there, love, hugs, and blessings. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Are you looking to open the beautiful door to the beautiful modality of Reiki, a hands-on energy healing modality? Radio host, Reiki master, speaker, and published author, Paula Vale would be honored to assist you in your Reiki training. For details, go to wellnessinspired.com. You may also contact Paula at paula at wellnessinspired.com to schedule your training.